We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, the story is misogyny. The woke, the righteous, the progressive misogyny, the hatred that they have for biological women. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks so much for listening into the show. Today's story is the misogyny of the progressive left. This hatred, this palpable disregard that they have for women. This denial that the female is a biological fact, a physiological reality. This ongoing blackfacing of women culturally appropriating what is a woman's and a woman's alone. Men stealing from women, their bathrooms, their showers, their dignity, their identity. Men denying that women are even real. Men dressing up in exaggerated costume and makeup and pretending to be women and being celebrated as women of the year, a la Rachel Levine. Who's actually, who's actually a man, but is being called the woman of the year. How insulting to women. And then you have Leah Thomas, a man who is swimming against women in NCAA sports. The NCAA is celebrating it, and by virtue of doing so, is degrading and demeaning real women and stealing their sports under the banner of women's athletics. I've said it a thousand times on this show. If you deny that women are real, you cannot comply with Title IX, a 1972 law that requires that we give women equal access to the athletic field, to the court, and to the corresponding facilities and scholarships and whatnot. How can you comply with Title IX if you start denying the fact of the female? I warned of this. A half a dozen years ago, when I was president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, when the North Carolina bathroom bill debate was going on, I warned then that female sports was dead. I said, they're dead. It's over. You will no longer have female athletics because of this movement. I was laughed at. I was maligned. I was mocked. I was accused of being a hater and a bigot simply because I was standing up and saying that women are real and you can't have female athletics if you deny the fact of the female. That was crazy talk, they said. Oh, that'll never happen. We'll never go there. We're never going to take female athletics away from females. Here we are. You've got a man who is destroying women in NCAA swimming. I mean, you've seen the pictures of him standing on the stage getting his first place medal 
with the women, the real women, standing next to him. He's a foot taller than the rest of them. How in the world can you possibly claim to be a feminist and deny what's going on right now and pretend that this is okay? Don't talk to me anymore about feminism if you're not going to stand up for real females. You are not a feminist if you're buying into this, into this agenda, this lie, this 2 plus 2 equals 5 nonsense. You're not a feminist. You're a misogynist if you're pushing the Equality Act and this entire science-denying agenda of pretending that women are not even real. I'm going to talk about Rika Gagori, a real woman who has come out and written a letter to the NCAA protesting some of this nonsense. And then I'm going to talk about Seth Dillon and the Babylon Bee being canceled from Twitter because, because they posted some satire about Rachel Levine being the man of the year. They posted that on Twitter and they were taken down because of their quote-unquote hateful rhetoric. I'm going to talk about the Equality Act too and why it is a terrible law that will codify Across the land, if it is passed by the Senate this year, if the Senate actually passes this, Joe Biden will sign it. And all of this nonsense that we're having to deal with right now will become the law of the land, and you will be forced to bow at the altar of this science-denying misogyny. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. This is a topic I've dealt with before, as you know, but it's not going away. So I can't just remain silent about it, nor should you. I mean, sometimes I feel like uh, conservatives believe we've addressed the issue, we've spoken to the issue, now it's time to just move on to something else. While the progressives are very, very good at bringing the agenda back around time and time and time again and wearing us down until it just gets passed because we're exhausted or because we went silent and didn't speak to the issue any longer. We need to be just as persistent and just as relentless as the left. If we're not, this garbage is going to become the law of the land. So today's topic is misogyny and how the Equality Act that the House has passed, they call it HB5, House Bill 5. They may change the number on that, by the way. Don't let that distract you. When they enter into a new congressional year, they can change the number of the bill. So if it changes from HB5 to something else, it's the same bill. It is the Equality Act, and it's inappropriately named and labeled in an Orwellian fashion, as the left is so fond of doing, it has nothing to do with equality because it takes the equality of women out of the equation and it makes them subservient to the delusions of dysphoric men who want to pretend that they're something they're not. And therefore, the women lose their equality that they have worked so hard to gain over the years at the hands of these science-denying misogynists. And I say that intentionally because that's exactly what it is. A couple stories to help make my point. This Virginia Tech swimmer named Rika Gigori has released a full statement to the NCAA 
who allowed Leah Thomas, a man who's a full 8 to 12 inches taller than the women she's, he, forgive me, I'm not going to play that game. Leah is a man. Leah is not a female. He is a full 8 to 12 inches taller than the female athletes he is now allowed to compete against. He's stealing their sport. He's stealing their first, second, and third place finishes. He's appropriating unto himself something that is not his. And this is what Rika Gigori said to the NCAA. And we need to all support Rika Gigori and applaud her. Here's what she said in her letter that she wrote. And she made it an open letter and asked the media to print it in full. Every event that a transgender athlete participated in was one spot taken away from biological females throughout the meet. Close quote. Rika Gigori. She takes, she takes issue with the decision of the NCAA to allow transgender athletes, such as this University of Pennsylvania swimmer named Leah Thomas, this man who is now pretending to be a woman. And, if you, and again, if you've seen the pictures, there's nothing female about this guy. He's bigger, he's broader in the chest, he has longer arms, longer legs, greater strength, Obviously, greater endurance because he's destroying everybody else. He was ranked 440-something in the, in the nation when he was swimming as a man for the University of Pennsylvania, and now he's destroying women. He's destroying women in nearly every competition he enters into. He's allowed to compete alongside biological females in the NCAA championships, and he takes first place. Now, Rika Gigori writes to the NCAA and says this, I'm writing this letter right now in the hopes that the NCAA will open their eyes and change. She then goes on and says that this NCAA policy where they're allowing men to swim against women or run against women or compete against women in any of the female sports for that matter. She says this, it doesn't promote our sport in any good way. And I think it's disrespectful to biological female swimmers, athletes who are competing in the NCAA. Close quote. How can any thoughtful, rational human being not agree with this particular female athlete? She has the courage to step forward and say, wait a second, this isn't right. This is not pro-woman. This is the exact opposite of what the NCAA or any other organization that pretends to defend the dignity of the female and give her equal rights, equal rights, and an equal platform for competition, for scholarships, for recognition, for facilities. Again, back to Title IX. That's what it's for. The NCAA and the progressive left in our Congress and elsewhere across the nation, are disregarding the dignity of the female. They're disparaging it. They're making a mockery out of it by pretending that transgender athletes have an equal right to be engaged in female athletics when they're not females. Now, Rika Gagori goes on and describes the pragmatic outcome of this lunacy and how it affected her and other swimmers. 
She says this, I swam the 500 free in the NCAAs on March 17th, 2022, where I got 17th, which means I didn't make it back to the finals and was a first alternate. Do you hear what she just said? If she would have placed in the top 16, she would have made it back to the finals. And because Leah Thomas was permitted to compete, it resulted in real women being bumped out of the finals. And Rika is one of those. There are other individuals that placed in the top 16 that were bumped down in their categories because, because their spot was taken by a man. They were prevented, says Rika. These other women were prevented from being all Americans because their spot was taken by a man. A transgender athlete was allowed to compete and take away the spot from a biological female in this particular meet. Does this sound fair to you? Well, it shouldn't. This entire story highlights why the Equality Act is a terrible idea for our nation. And it has passed the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives. It has not yet passed the Senate. And you need to make sure that you call your senator and tell him or her that you do not want them to vote for this act when it comes back up again in this particular Congress. Proponents of this legislation are trying to tell you that every American deserves respect and dignity and that this is why it's important that the Equality Act becomes the law of the land. But don't believe that. They're lying. They're lying to you. Every single Democrat and every single progressive that aligns with this message is doing nothing but parroting deceptive blather. The fact of the matter is this, that the Equality Act like all other Orwellian doublespeak pouring out of the mouths of, the, of these folks in the Beltway, our Beltway betters, it does exactly the opposite of what it pretends to or what it portends to. In reality, there is no equality in the Equality Act. And the dignity and respect that they're talking about, the dignity and respect that everyone deserves, is is laughable because 160 million Americans will not get the dignity and respect that they deserve. And who are those 160 million Americans? Women. Women are going to be degraded. They're not going to get dignity and respect. They're going to be dumbed down to nothing but the fabrication, the fantasy of a dysphoric male. How is that dignity and respect? You need to step forward and defend the 160 million real women in this nation. The conservatives should be screaming from the high heavens that women are real and you can't have women's rights if you deny the reality of the female. All of our nation's actual females should be defended by conservatives right now. Half of the American population, 160 million real women are standing at the precipice of this catastrophe and the progressives are willing to push them over for the sake of equality? Something that they call an equality act? My land. Aside 
I mean, just think about it. Aside from the obvious arrogance of these political elites who are shamelessly pushing this nihilistic crap on all of the American people while they smugly claim to respect women? (laughs) There's something here that's disturbingly wrong, isn't there? I mean, this is a palpable disregard for women. The champions of this Equality Act are misogynists, pure and simple. They're denying that women are even real. How many times do I have to say it? They are pretenders. They are pretenders who are marching to the feminist drum while they're denying the ontological fact of the female. Bottom line, these people are deceivers They are liars. They are peddlers of progressive snake oil. Women are not winning at their hands. Women are losing. They're losing their bathrooms. They're losing their showers. They're losing their sports. They're losing their scholarships. Because of this Democrat sleight of hand, this deception, women are losing their dignity and even losing their identity. We all just need to stop. We just need to stop this. Take a breath and think. And while we're doing so, we need to thank young women like Rika Gagori for speaking out and having some courage to defend real women, and even Seth Dillon in the Babylon Bee in their satire where they said that Rachel Levine is really the man of the year because he's a biological man. And they've been banned from Twitter for doing so, for speaking the truth. Because the Babylon Bee won't say that 2 plus 2 is 5, they've been canceled. They've been banned. Twitter has deplatformed them. Even if you disagree with me on some of the issues that I address on a daily basis, or you disagree with the satire of Babylon B, or you disagree with this girl named Rika who simply wants to be able to compete against other women and not be forced to compete against men. Surely you can see that something is wrong here, can't you? If these people genuinely support women then why do they tell women that they are little more than leprechauns and unicorns? Make believe social constructs rather than biological facts. If these people actually believe in women's rights, then why do they refuse to protect a woman's most basic rights? If progressives honestly think it's wrong for a man to ever force himself on a woman, then how is it ever right for them to force a woman to give up her rights to a man? Again, misogyny at every turn. What could possibly be more degrading to an American female citizen than to have her government publicly support the blackfacing of women in a manner that is just as cartoonish and grotesque and insulting as it was when white people dressed up in literal blackface to mimic and mock people of color? How is it any different? How is it any different to dress up in exaggerated costume and makeup and pretend to be a woman than it is to dress up in exaggerated costume and makeup and pretend to be black? How is it any different? There's a disconnect here that's obvious. 
And if you have a rational bone in your body, you, you, you have to conclude that something is wrong here. People, we are smarter than this. Our National Brain Trust in D.C. is obviously brain dead. But we are people of common sense. And we can see that these elites, these oligarchs, these smart folks in D.C. and New York City are doubling down on their nonsense. If the proponents of the Equality Act, like Biden and Harris and Pelosi and Schumer and all of the rest of the oligarchs in D.C., if they actually believe in the dignity of women like they say they do, then don't you think they should stop promoting the cultural appropriation by men of an identity that those men have no right to assume? We can win this one. Conservatives can win this one because the argument that the left is making right now is crazy. It is literal nonsense. It makes no sense. It's living in a fantasy world rather than the facts of science. And it is misogyny to the extreme because it disregards and demeans and degrades women. If the Democrat cabal in Washington, D.C., or even in your own state capital, in your own backyard, if they really believe in the equal rights for the female, then they should stop pretending that a woman is a fantasy and a fabrication rather than a biological fact. If they're so serious about gender inclusion, then maybe they should stop excluding females who believe in the objective integrity of their own gender. Maybe they should start listening to women if they want to be pro-woman. Maybe they should stop insulting females by suggesting that they aren't facts. Maybe they should comply with what Title IX was written to do, and that is protect the dignity and identity of women. Maybe we should push these people to prove that they are pro-science by acknowledging the scientific fact of a female. You know, I've talked about C.S. Lewis many a time on this show. I've referred to one of his great books, The Abolition of Man, repeatedly here on The Rebellion. I'm going to do so again in closing, in closing for today. In his book, The Abolition of Man, Lewis warned of a time when we would become, when Western civilization would become a culture of what he referred to as men without chests. Now, this was prophetic. The foresight of C.S. Lewis is, is clear here. He was being very prescient. He could see what was coming down the pike. But I'm going to stretch his analogy a little bit here. Even in that prophetic wisdom, this great Oxford Don, C.S. Lewis, might have fallen short just a bit because even Lewis didn't seem to foresee the next domino to fall. That we would become a culture of women without breasts and not just men without chests. You see what I mean here? That our culture is so proud that we have abolished man, as Lewis warned, that we are now proudly celebrating the abolition of women. 
That's what's going on in the NCAA. They're celebrating the abolition of women. The Democrat Party is celebrating the abolition of women. They're elevating men and creating women without breasts, if you will. Women that aren't biologically real. And they can tell you that two plus two is five all day long, but that doesn't make it so. They can use a scalpel and plastic surgery to contrive and mold and sculpt a body to be something that it's not, but its DNA is still there. They can't change that. Genetically, it is or it is not a male or a female. That's it. There are two options. And the NCAA has two divisions of sports, male and female athletics, for a reason. And now they're denying that reality. All in the name of equality? And again, I have to say it. 160 million American citizens are losing their equality at the hands of this insanity. There's a Republican congresswoman, House of Representative member, named Vicki Hartzler. She's a Missouri Republican, and she said the following, and you need to listen to this. She's spot on. Representative Hartzler, Congresswoman Hartzler, said this. This is only the tip of the iceberg. The Equality Act enshrines inequality for women. It enshrines it into federal law. And this is an imminent threat to the common good that I work every day to preserve as a representative of the people of Missouri. Members from both sides of the aisle, especially those who claim to be pro-woman, need to stop this devastating legislation. The future of women's rights depends on it. Spot on. Spot on. Representative Vicki Hartzler from Missouri. I'm going to read it one more time. You need to listen to her. And you see the evidence on the Daily News. This Leah Tom, Thomas thing. This uh, Babylon B cancel thing. All of it is nonsense. This is only the tip of the iceberg. The Equality Act enshrines inequality for women into federal law. This is an imminent threat to the common good. And the members from both sides of the aisle, especially those who claim to be pro-woman, need to stop this devastating legislation. The future of women's rights depends on it. The proponents of the Equality Act, they're lying to you. They're lying to you when they tell you that they believe in the dignity of all Americans. They're lying to you when they claim to be pro-woman. All of their hashtags about equality and fairness and Me Too, it means nothing. It means nothing to them. But people like uh, Rika Gagori and Representative Hartzler, they're telling you the truth. And you're ignoring them at your peril. The Equality Act is Orwellian because it grants women anything but equality. It subjects them to the delusions of the ruling class. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.